Welcome to the Sports Grab Podcast. My name is Ryan Walker and with me, as always, is the man that brings people together, Reuben Williams. How are you, mate? G'day, Ryan. I'm fantastic. Thank you. It's always a pleasure doing this podcast. It's great to be back in 2022. It's a pleasure to actually see mm. you across the desk in person. It is. It is. It's good seeing you in the flesh. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be 2022 without me actually stuffing up the intro. Uh, I've already done that, so but we might, won't say anything. But yeah, it's great to see you, mate. It's great to see you in the flesh in a brand new studio uh, at the Common. So it's brilliant. How was uh, how was your summer? My summer was uh, was brief. I, uh, I had a great time at the Boxing Day Test match. I went there, saw a lot of friends, saw some great cricket being played, yep. and then. When you're in a 60,000-seat stadium and Omicron is running rampant through your city, there's a high chance that you're going to get caught up in the middle of it. So I, uh, I blocked out the next seven days after going to two days of the cricket and, uh, and sat at home by myself and, and got through that. But it was, actually, um, it was actually quite nice. December had been pretty busy. So to be able to cancel everything and just yeah. relax was, was very good. I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. No, I must say there was something... Something about the seven-day isolation that I I didn't hate. Uh, obviously, we had a lot in fun, a lot of fun in Adelaide. Obviously, went to the Boxing Day test, and then it was almost nice just to unwind. Mm. Uh, but amazingly, you were a victim of the spicy cough. I <laughs> somehow was not, uh, but still had to isolate, which was good fun nonetheless. But it's kind of the um, kind of summarizes the summer, doesn't it? The old, Absolutely, the old Omicron. So. That's fine. We'll kick on because it is the first episode of 2022 and there's a lot to cover. Very exciting to be back. Um, so if you want to learn more about who we are, feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn. Or if you want to ask us any questions, jump into our community. Now, we'll hear more about the new Sports Code community, but a shout out to all the members of the community right now. I do want to mention, though, we have some, a great sort of member success story. And that is our good friend, Nathan Peroni, who has made the switch from the AFL, was in stakeholder services, I believe, Rubes. He's yep. a great uh, a great guy who's been a part of our community for a while now. Uh, and he's made the switch to Western United in their commercial team, which he's been looking to get into for a while. He, oh, not looking to, he's always had the ambition to get into commercial. So a great success story early on, which is great. Yeah, well done, Nathan. He's a, he's had that ambition for partnerships for a long, long time. So to see him in there is terrific. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to get your foot in the sports industry, hire people quickly and easily or learn from the best in the world, there really is something for everyone inside the sports grade community. So get involved. But before we get on to the episode, we're going to start today's show with a quick tip on helping you land a job in the sports industry. I love this. If you are... <laughs> If you're currently studying or you've just finished studying, having post-grade qualification in sports management on your resume can give you a huge leg up over other potential candidates applying for the same role. I did something similar from memory. Uh, you know, a bit of post-grade always adds weight uh, to your resume. So if you want to pump up your resume and get specialised knowledge in sport behaviour, law, marketing, ethics, finance, governance and strategy. 
took a lot to get out. <laughs> Take a look at Deacon's postgrad qualifications. Their master of business in sports management, as we know, is not one of, but the best one in Australia. Uh, it's ranked at number one. So add a postgrad to your resume. And that's our number one tip for the episode. I believe it's number in the top 10 around the world, which is huge too. Oh. So uh, get around that. And also a big thank you to Deakin University who uh, agreed to sponsor mm. the podcast for another year, which is absolutely massive. It means we can continue yeah. to do fun things like this. It enables us to to be in this room. Literally. I, I wouldn't be able <laughs> to see you right now if, if we didn't have Deakin on board. So massive shout out to them. Now, let's get cracking. Big episode. Uh, we... Let's be honest. We, we, okay, we had what we have off maybe like a week and a half. Mm. Uh, obviously, the cron <laughs> played its part, but really over the summer we, we've been we've been on the tools a bit, mm. and it's been awesome to be a part of. We really didn't need the break. We, we were too keen to, to get into <laughs> what we're working on. Um, but share with the listeners what have we what have we been working on over the summer, specifically around our new sports grad community. For sure. Yeah, you're right. It has been a massive summer. We've been thinking about making these changes for a long time now. We got the sports grad community up and running late in 2020. We've had about a year to kind of test and learn different things. And now we've kind of collected all that insights, all those insights into changing it um, today. Today it goes out. Today we are introducing new people to it. Um, and what we're trying to do is we've created the sports grad community to change the way that the sports industry recruits and develops its people. Uh, inside it is a network of highly motivated individuals who are there so they can connect easily and learn from the best in the world, particularly in the sports industry, and fill jobs quickly. Gee, it's pretty comprehensive, isn't it? Why wouldn't you want to join? I don't know why <laughs> it would. It is a big day launching today, yep. Feb 1. We love it uh, a lot. So tell us, Ruz, why is it important for job seekers and graduates to be a part of this community. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ryan, we know that like 80% of jobs in sport live in the hidden job market. And the majority of these go to the people who have had time to develop their networks, to build relationships with people in all sorts of sports and companies. And um, so the majority are going to very experienced people. They're not going to grads. And this is 80% of all jobs we're talking about. So a huge majority. But the daunting thing, at least for me, when I was a grad, one of the daunting things for me t was um, talking to these really accomplished people who were the holders of the jobs. You know, these are key decision makers who are saying, I'll hire you, but I won't hire you. So um, that you know, daunting prospect of approaching someone is just enough for a grad to not even make the effort to prevent them from networking. And eventually they, they miss out on these jobs available because they're not part of those circles. Mm. So... Um, so there's a problem there that we're trying to help overcome just by making quickly, by making much easier mm. all those grads. The other problem that a lot of grads seem to have is they don't know who to reach out to. They don't know who are the right people to be talking to depending on what they want to learn or depending on what direction they want to take their career. It can be extremely hard to find the right person to connect with. Like LinkedIn is massive. There's heaps of people out there. You don't know who's doing what. You don't really yeah. know what they're involved in just from their profile. So there's a few different problems out there that a lot of grads have that we're trying to, to solve for. So that is exactly why we built the sports grad community to make it quick and easy and comfortable more than anything to mix with industry professionals. And so that you can become well-connected 
and start to build, you know, say a 10-year network in, in a matter of months. Like the amount of people you get introduced to through the community is, you know, phenomenal. And so we've also created to pull the right people together so that, you know, you can massively expand the opportunities available to get your foot in the sports industry. I love it. I, I love your point there around, you know, it, it does take one person and you just don't know who to go to or the, the way to do it. Mm. And I can 100% sympathise with people like that because I think about how long ago, seven years ago, yeah. a while, you know, you're just out of uni, you're trying to make your way through the world. You kind of you used to have to you know look at websites to try and find someone's email address, mm. and it's like oh, how hard is that, <laughs> you know? And that and it's exactly what you said there. We're we're making it so easy for someone to connect mm. with professionals and, and other people like minded. Mm. So that's what I'm excited about. That the fact that it is just so easy to click it up, click a click of a button. If mm. I can get my word out, a bit, <laughs> a bit rusty for the first time in 2022. <laughs> Um, but that's the most exciting thing uh, mm. for me, just the ease at which you can you can do it. Absolutely. Now, Ryan, I mentioned like we're creating this place for grads and professionals. Traditionally, it's just been grads. Now we're bringing in professionals as well. What's in it for employers who want to get involved? Look, we, we know and we've had a lot of conversations over the past 18 months, two years, that hiring is a painful process, right? It, it costs too much. It takes too long. Um you know, the best hires that you find are the ones that you can just pick up the phone and you know that that person, A, they're willing to do it and B, that when they get that opportunity, you just know they're going to do it. Um, you, you know they're going to put in the work and, and do a good job. So that's why, you know, 80% of the roles don't make it onto a job board because, you know, it's just so much easier to find someone that you know already. And that is, that is quite literally how I got the contract at the T20 World Cup. I was going to say, but I thought I'd let you tell that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's as simple as that. Ali Dirk has just said, hey, Ruben, can you do this? And I said, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect example. Um, the second thing, and I think one thing that we're really passionate about is that professional development piece. So a business is only as good as the people inside it, right? Um, and often it, it is hard to get people to actually engage in professional development it's not always a just an easy thing to go do it takes time you gotta you know it costs a lot there's lots of factors to get people to do it um people also are sort of crying out for networking opportunities like gone are the days of you know you work for one organization and that's it you're set for life the world is completely different now where people are shifting through organizations their whole career so people are crying out for those networking opportunities to meet other people and understand what they do and, and how they got there. Um, so this provides a platform for that. You, you know, you can build that strong culture of learning and, and understanding what other people do in the industry um, and, and really what we want it to be and what it, what it will evolve to be is a, a year-long conference. We always used to sit at CA. I remember talking about, about it with you is there's all these really cool conferences happening, right? And they're, you know, one or two days here and there. Some of them are, you know, you got to get on a plane to get to. <laughs> Very exciting. And I remember sitting with you thinking, oh, I can't, you know, it'd be good to go to one of them. Mm. But, and, that, and that's not saying we should have gone or whatever, mm. but Ma it's maybe the accessibility in, of it. Yeah, know? maybe in 10 years when we're 
exactly. further into our career, exactly. we can get to the conference stage and meet cool people. Yeah, that, that was us, you know, a year into <laughs> our career, hoping to be at a conference. Um, <laughs> I mean, but that's fine. Why but not? <laughs> this offers that opportunity to get whatever you're going to get from a conference all year round. You can meet the people that, that will be speaking at conferences. You know, it's essentially a huge network of people that you can tap into at any moment, which, which is really exciting. So for an organisation, that, that's great because there's sort of some PD, bang, mm. easy. Um, and, you know, I, I think people, like knowing that people are looking for these opportunities, mm. it's a great way to do that. Yeah. And like... Sometimes it's hard to get people excited about learning and professional development, but we love it. Yeah. <laughs> we've, yeah. we've done 150 episodes on learning and professional development. Now we're trying to... We love Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we end up here? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, now we're just trying to build that culture. Like the people who are in the community are mm. there because they're extremely motivated and want to learn from each other. And yeah. um, the other issue that we had with our PD, Ryan, was you know, CA would say to us, Ruben, Ryan, go out network within the industry and learn from the other people out there. Mm. But it was incredibly weird for me to just hit up someone at the Sydney Swans Football Club and say, G'day, uh, Cricket Australia told me I need to network in the industry. Can I chat to you about this, this and that? Like, yeah. I'm sure they'd say yes, but that, I felt really weird doing that. Yeah. And so conferences kind of give you that opportunity to connect more naturally. And so this is like really that opportunity for you know, young professionals who are looking to grow to find a way to network quite easily and, and meet people across the industry. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. <laughs> Hi, I need to network with you. <laughs> Please respond. <laughs> Why won't you talk to me? <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, on the topic of networking, if we can bring it up again, <laughs> um, the community is built on the fundamentals of networking, right? Mm. That, that's that's the key element. Um Tell us a little bit about how how can you network your way into sport without getting lucky? Mm. Yeah. Tough thing. It is tough. It is tough. So to try and keep it simple, I've, I've condensed a couple of little principles together to tell you exactly how you can network your way into sport without getting lucky. Because a lot of people think yep. you've just got to be lucky. But a lot of our podcast guests have proven that you know, you can create your own luck. You yep. can take steps to make sure that this isn't uh, a thing that happens by chance. Your career success isn't happening by chance. And at a fundamental level, um, success in networking comes from a couple of different things. One of it, it revolves around having the right mindset. Two is being prepared to put yourself out there. And then three is taking immediate action to actually yep. capitalize on the position that you've put yourself in. So we know 80% of jobs don't get advertised in the hidden job market. We know that who you know is more important than what you know. So with that being said, here is step number one on how to get a job in sport. Can I just say yeah. it wouldn't be the return of the Sports Go <laughs> podcast for 2022 without a list of principles. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you know I love our lists. So yep. I'm very happy you've bought these today. But I'll, I'll, I'll let this keep cracking. So. Here we go. How to network your way into sport without getting lucky. Number one, <laughs> understand that your reputation precedes you. Everyone has a go-to list in their head if they need someone. Now, this has come from our good friend of the show, Aman Alawalia. And a shout out to him. He'd be listening at the moment. Absolutely. So. 
Um, great to catch up with him the other week. He's mm. doing fantastic things. Um, previously, the Kansas City Chiefs, now over at the Brooklyn Nets, just like, you know, if you're going from an NFL club to an NBA club, you must be doing something it's, right. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite scary, isn't it? It's crazy how that can happen. Absolutely. Anyway. Anyway, he says to us, right now, this is on his podcast episode last year, right now I have a list of grads in my head who I would call upon. Why? Because they impressed me. So I think with that in mind, you have to understand that people remember meeting you. And if they don't remember meeting you, that's also a problem. (laughs) (laughs) So if they forget about you, that's a problem. If they remember you for the wrong reasons, that's a problem. But be like, remember that your reputation sticks with people. Um, for a yep. long, long time. So with that in mind, you know, be mindful of the different things you say, be mindful of how you present yourself, all those different things, you know, lead to situations where you get a job or get pulled into situations. As Aman says, he's got a list in his head of people he would go yep. to. Why? Because they impressed him and that rep- that impressiveness is based on their reputation. Yeah. I think with that though, it's also something not to stress yourself out about. You know, like it, knowing that your reputation precedes you is an opportunity and it's an opportunity to be yourself. If you show what you're about, that is impressive. If you, mm. if you sh- And I'm sure you'll cover it in the next point, but you know what? I'm just going to let you do it. <laughs> no, well, you, yeah, you're absolutely right because that authenticity also carries through. So I think yeah. that's a, a very good point. You want to present yourself authentically. Yeah. Uh, number two. Always be prepared to talk about yourself. You can meet your boss at any time and any place. And Eliza Dewar from the Carlton Football Club, previously Gymnastics Victoria, proved this to us when we interviewed her. And she said to us, I met my manager to be at Gymnastics Victoria at a going away party for a friend. (laughs) You're at a going away party and your manager is there. You don't know they're going to be your manager, but... They, they're going to see how you interact at the party. You're going to get yeah. chatting. You're going to want to you know, be ready to talk about yourself and present as someone who is easy to get along with but also impressive and can do the job and fit in well all at once. So, you know, you say, you know, people often prepare for an interview when they're going for a job. You've got to be prepared to know yourself inside and out mm. all the time because you never know who might be there and what opportunities might come of it. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's like we, you know, we always speak about you got to know your why before you go into an interview, mm. right? No, you don't. You need to know your why every day of the year. Because <laughs> you never know when someone might ask you that question. Yeah. Don't just prepare for it, you know, one day. You might have a couple of interviews a year. Oh, okay, I'll practice why I want to work in sport two times a year. Mm. Doesn't work like that. No, no. No, an interview is seriously just a test of your self-awareness. And if you continue to work in your self-awareness all the time, then no matter who you talk to, you're going to be able to present yeah. yourself as totally. best you possibly can. Number three is you don't need to wait for a serendipitous moment to get your big break. <laughs> I'm glad I got that word out. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a big word for this podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> You don't need to wait for your for a serendipitous moment to get your big break. You can create your own sliding doors moments. So for those who aren't aware what a sliding door moment is, it's when, you know, if this happened, then that might not have happened. You know, if I didn't get a job at Crick Australia, then I wouldn't have met Ryan Walker and the podcast would not be here, that kind of thing. <laughs> 
So, and often those network not networking opportunities provide a lot of these sliding doors moments where you meet the right person at the right time, and that leads to an opportunity. Yeah. Um, another example: if I didn't attend a networking event where I met Joel Morrison, he wouldn't have been able to give me help on my application to Cricket Australia. Now, we interviewed Garth Towen last year from the International Olympic Committee, and he's out there creating his own sliding doors moments. So he's at an event for, for lawyers, sports law in particular, and he wanted to meet the presenter. And Garth kind of timed his run to the elevator so that he would end up <laughs> in the elevator at the same time as the presenter. But then or halfway to the elevator, the presenter realizes he's forgotten his bottle of wine, turns around, goes back to the room to grab his bottle of wine, and Garth is left standing in the elevator by himself. So rather than just let the opportunity pass and go out and continue on, Garth held the door open for like a good two minutes (laughs) (laughs) waiting for the presenter to come back so that he could have his chance to talk to him, which led to his next opportunity. So what that says is you can put yourself in situations where opportunities arise. You know, you don't have to just stumble across one. You can make it happen yourself. I love that story. It will never get old. No. But the lengths we go to. (laughs) (laughs) He's committed. We love Garth and he'd also be listening. So shout out to him. Absolutely. So, so So we've got... Aman getting us in the right mindset. We've got Eliza telling us to be prepared. We've got Garth telling us you can create these opportunities no matter where you are. Number four, tap into ready-made networks. The networks of grassroots sport can lead you to the biggest tournaments in the world. Now, this this recount comes from Max Abbott from the ICC T20 World Cup. He's a communications manager there. And he says on his episode, by being involved at East's Cricket Club, a guy on the committee ended up as Hong Kong Cricket CEO, which was how I ended up there. So he moved on to work in Hong Kong Cricket. Then when I was in Hong Kong, I thought I'd love to work on the ICC T20 World Cup, which was coming to Australia. We had someone volunteer to help us out with our commercial program, and that person was Nick Hockley. Nick Hockley was the CEO of the ICC T20 World Cup. And I've got no doubt that Nick Hockley probably gave the final approval on, yep, I want that guy, Max, getting here. <laughs> or told Max, hey, get along, this yeah. job's open, you should definitely apply for it. And now Nick Hockley is the CEO of Cricket Australia. So I'm guessing if after the tournament wraps up here in October, November, and those contractors have to find something else, Max has now got someone in an extremely high <laughs> place of power to turn to if he's looking for his next opportunity. So, but what that says is Max has taken his volunteer opportunity at his local cricket club and turned it into a job at the ICC T20 World Cup. Like cricket is the second biggest sport in the world and a grassroots club has led him to their biggest tournament. Yeah. Crazy. Pretty wild to think about. (laughs) Yeah, that is crazy. Good on him. Mm. But the the key to that is if you can find a ready-made network – Mm. you know, get involved because there are people there who will find opportunities for you, which is exactly why we create the sports grad community. So sports grad community is just one example. A grassroots club is another example. University societies are another examples. So get involved with these yep. networks that are ready-made wherever you can. Number five, 
The hidden job market in sport is alive and well. You can either complain about it or embrace it. Now, Donnie Singe has got a little message for people <laughs> who are out there thinking, oh, I don't want to put myself out there too much. I yeah. just want to kind of go the traditional route, find the 20, 20% of jobs who, that are on job boards and just kind of go about it in my own time and space. Mm. And Donnie, Donnie says to us in his episode, he says, the, sport, the truth about the sports industry is it is, it is a club. It's a, it's a club of people who are offering jobs to people they know and trust because they have historical evidence of what they've achieved and done. And you, my friend, you can join that club. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way Donnie says it. So I love how he ends it. Yeah. And you, my friend, you can my join friend. that club. You can join that club. <laughs> so for those sitting back and thinking networking's not for me, I don't want to put myself out there, you know, sports industry's too hard. It's just circles of people where the jobs go round and round and round. That is absolutely true. Yeah. But you can either embrace it, jump into it, be a part of it, have an incredible career, experience some things you will never experience in any other industry or any other job, or you can sit back and say, it's too hard, it's not for me, and complain about it. Yeah. Brilliant. I, lo- I love the I, – I, I love Donnie Singer's episode, but I like how he just – Says it how it is. He goes straight, straight up and down. <laughs> straight up and down. Doesn't hold back, Donnie. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Uh, mm. So there are the five principles. Uh, for anyone listening at home, hopefully it's given you a guide on how to prepare yourself mentally, what to kind of um, what opportunities can arise, and hopefully mm. give you put you in the frame of mind that this is something you can control. You know, you networking isn't something that happens by chance. The opportunities that come out of networking aren't something that happens by chance. You can Grab the bull by the horns and create opportunities for yourself without the need to get lucky. Brilliant. And I love how you've uh, you've ended the episode with the title, which is absolutely brilliant from you. Thank you. So <laughs> it's good to see, you know, we're, we're in the studio, 2022, first step back. You know, I reckon we're a little bit rusty around the edges, but there's <laughs> a lot to work with here. So mm-hmm. very exciting. I'm enjoying it. Awesome. Well, find us on LinkedIn. Uh, if you want to have a chat, plus be sure to jump into the Sportscape community. We'd love to chat with you on there. Uh, you can find a link to do so in our show notes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.